This is Metanoia, a podcast all about Jesus, essential Christianity, and various topics that lead us to answering the questions of why Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and why we must truly get to know him. My name is Yana, and I want to thank you for tuning into this brand new podcast. I hope you listen all the way through and join me for more episodes as I attempt to tackle important topics and grow in my relationship with Jesus with all of you. Jesus is a name heard all over the world. Most think they know Jesus, but for each person, it seems that Jesus means something different. For one, Jesus is a famous prophet or a kind guy in history, a regular man who did good things. For some, it seems especially in today's world, who are more reluctant to even admit that Jesus was real, they'll say that he was simply a character that people made up for the sake of their own sanity. There are even many out there who knew the real identity of Jesus, but they downplayed or even changed his holy being for their own benefits. Who Jesus is seems to depend on who you talk to. So how can one truly know Jesus? How are we to decipher who is correct about the identity of Jesus? Well, I can simplify that into two words. For now, the Bible. We are given one of the best tools we need to truly know Jesus. Of course, along with prayer, at our fingertips, we have access to the most powerful and trustworthy book, supported by history and science, even if some try to dismiss this. The Bible, especially in first world countries, is all around, yet so many do not read it. So many misinterpret it, take it out of context, pick and choose what makes them happy. So many shrug it off and continue living on, never giving it a chance. This is quite possibly one of the biggest mistakes a person could make. The Bible is the word of God. Scripture that is given to us to get to know Him, to get to know who God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are, how they can guide us, and how we are meant to live our lives in the worsening world. Scripture is inspired by God, written for us to be able to seek Him. The Bible gives us clarity and leads us closer to God. We just need to open the book and allow the Lord to do His work. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17 say this, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be competent and equipped for every good work. The word of God is so mighty for so many reasons, but one of the most incredible reasons is that you can find Jesus in every part of it the Old Testament and new. In John chapter 1, verse 1, we are told, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word in this verse is Jesus. He was with God, and He is God. He was there before creation and then became incarnate, spoken into our physical world. Why is that important? For what reason do we need Jesus? Why was he sent down to earth? And why does 
everything depend on whether we are a true follower of his or not? It's because human nature is corrupt. We are prone to fall into evil temptations and wickedness. Especially now, humanity is becoming more bold with sin too, going as far as to love and praise evil. What once was an outroar is accepted without a second thought. Sin looks pleasant. It even gives us this false satisfaction, but it never lasts. Sin pulls us in, fools us into believing we will reach true happiness, but one way or another, it will drag us down. Even if you hide your sin, even if it works for a long time, it will find you out and it will sting like a serpent's bite. Your heart, your flesh, and your mind are deceiving. Satan, too, who is alive and strong in this world, looms around taking down anyone he can. In 1 Peter 5.8, it says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Many ask why he would do such a thing. Well, it's because Satan is destined to be defeated by God and to be sentenced to eternity in hell. God gave his creation free will, a beautiful thing, but Satan chose to pursue evil, just as we do. Satan knows his punishment, and he wants to bring down as many as he can with him. God is a just God, so hell exists as punishment for the wicked. But he doesn't send us there by his choice, really. We choose it by denying him. The problem with sin is that it blinds you to truth while it captures you, messes you up, harms not only you but those around you, and leaves you in the hands of Satan and eternal damnation. God doesn't say sin is sin because he doesn't want us to have fun. No, God says sin is sin because it destroys us and because sin has a price we cannot pay. God, as the loving creator and father, has boundaries as any caring parent does, not wanting us to fall into harm's way. But he isn't a toxic God. He allows us to choose whether we obey him or not. And as the rebellious children we are, we disobey. And the hard truth is that whether the consequence of sin shows itself to us or hides until it's too late, all sin has the same ultimate punishment. The wages of sin are death, eternal death in hell. The Bible mentions and describes hell more than heaven to warn us. We have a rather clear picture of what is awaiting us, and it is absolutely terrifying. Hell will not be a party like the world is trying so hard to convince everyone of. No, hell will be eternal and conscious torment. You deserve death for your sins. You have a debt that you are not capable of paying, and that debt will lead you to hell. But Jesus paid the price he did not owe for those who do not deserve it, all out of his love for us. Imagine with me, if you will, that you painted an incredible painting. You were so happy and you had a sophisticated and amazing art gallery that was waiting to display it. Now, imagine that if after painting this detailed and perfect work of art, someone says their compliments to some random dude across the street, or to the trash besides the canvas, thanks it for its hard work and creativity. 
The art gallery displays someone else's name as the author for all of your art pieces, denies your efforts, and gives the glory to something that had absolutely no part in its creation. Let's go further and say that the same person who rejected you as an artist began to poke and prod at the painting, testing your patience. Then they began to cover it in icky slime and damage every part of it. And then they burned it, breaking your heart. You would rightfully be upset. Something you put so much effort into being ruined and you were not even apologized to or acknowledged. All while the first individual gets the glory for the projects, has them ruined, and yet you're the one who gets blamed for the destruction. This incident would not just be ignored. In a similar way, but of course way more complex, God created everything. Why would we deny him when he is the very reason we see the sun rise and experience joy and watch leaves change color and listen to babies laugh? He is the very reason we are alive and living out fascinating stories, interacting with magnificent beings. To sin is to willfully go against our creator who gave us everything. To sin is to ruin his creation, us, and then to deny his greatness by not turning to him for our wrongdoings. But God is so good and so gracious and so merciful and so much better than us. He doesn't want us to be in pain or to suffer eternally. He wants us to be with him. So he sent Jesus, his only son, out of the love he has for us. God sent his only son to be tortured and killed just so we could have eternal salvation. His grace is free, but it did not come cheap. Isaiah 53 verses 5 through 7 say this, But he was pierced through for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The chastening for our well-being fell upon him, and by his scourging we are healed. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Jesus lived a perfect and holy life, the only one to ever live without sin, and yet he died a miserable death for you and I. Jesus cried, it is finished, and he died. But the story doesn't end there, because Jesus was not a simple man who sees to be. Yes, Jesus was 100% human, but he was also 100% God. And so three days later, he rose again, confirming his identity and fulfilling all the prophecies that came before his life on earth. Jesus was beaten beyond recognition before dying. But as he walked the land three days later, his followers knew he was the true Messiah. So many saw Jesus after he rose and saw the pain he went through just to give us salvation. Sin separates us from God, but God gives us the way out. In John 14, verse 6, Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. He died for us as the ultimate sacrifice for our sins, and then he rose again three days later to bring us salvation and to save us from the eternal damnation we would otherwise be doomed for, the eternal damnation we deserve. Without him, we have no hope. But through his free gift, we are given a way to eternal and beautiful life. Because of Jesus and his life, death, and resurrection, our sins are no more. 
And even the worst of the worst get the opportunity to be saved and get to live in the knowledge that we are headed for heaven because of Jesus. So how does one become a follower of Jesus and accept this incredible gift that he wants to give us? Repent and believe. Metanoia, which is repent in Greek and the name of this podcast, means to completely change your heart. Basically, to do a 180 from walking in sin towards eternal damnation to walking no longer burdened towards God. Living in the world and giving into our fleshly desires is not what God wants for us and is a leading culprit for our fall into sin. So repentance is critical. Just as critical is to believe in Jesus as God. Romans chapter 10 verses 9 through 13 say, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. For the scripture says, Everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing his riches on all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. In Ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 and 9, we are told, For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not of your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works. And thank goodness for that, because we are creatures full of mistakes and evil. But we get to rely on a perfect Savior. Life with Jesus is so good. We can have peace in the unknown, clarity in the darkness, joy in the valleys. He lifts us up and saves us from the punishment of sin. We are created for a life of beauty and greatness, but we cannot achieve our purpose with sin separating us from who can guide us to goodness. Life won't always be peaches and cupcakes, but with Jesus as our stable foundation, we can navigate through knowing we are never alone, knowing that even in the darkest seasons, He is the light within us. Thank you to all who have listened through, and I truly pray that this blessed someone who tuned in. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. In future episodes, I'm hoping to get into a lot of really important and intriguing topics, so please subscribe and follow the socials to make sure you are able to listen when they come out. I would love to hear feedback, so please feel free to message me. If anyone has prayer requests, definitely let me know, and I would be more than happy to pray over you or any needs you may have. Again, thank you all so much, and I am so excited to continue this. God bless each and every one of you, and talk to you next time on Metanoia.